0: the garden of eden myth is an ancient technology which when we truly understand it understand means that our conscious rational mind and our subconscious intuitive mind are working together so when we truly understand the garden of eden myth we can bring ourselves back into the garden of eden into the place that the ancients were pointing towards the Garden of Eden is the garden of ether, the field of ether that we live in, that gives rise to this experience that you're having right now. Ether is the most subtle of all the elements. It's the, the primary element, space. But it's not space isn't just a vacuum. Space is an element itself. Very, very subtle element which gives rise to the four grosser elements, air, fire, water, and earth and Tesla, Nikola Tesla, was always looking for ways, maybe he found a way of tapping this ether, this Eden energy this, because it's a limitless field of, of miraculous possibilities, never runs out so when we're living in the Garden of Eden, the Garden of Ether then life is limitless, life is beautiful and magical but in that story God and God is us at our most primal level, if we think about God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost, this is us, this is the, the ancient, Judaic and Christian way of understanding who we are, God the Father is us at our most creative and primal, unknowable self. The Sun is the awareness, the conscious awareness that comes out of this unknowable, primal essence that we are. And the Holy Ghost is the energy, the ether, the prana, the chi, that forms our experience. So beautiful, holy uh, the Father, Son and the Holy Ghost, the Holy Trinity. So in the story, in the myth, God... Creates Adam and Eve, and Adam is the son. Adam is Atman. Atman is, in the Vedic tradition. Atman is the um, the differentiated uh, aspect of God. What they call Brahman. Brahman would be the farmer, the father, and um, Atman is the son. Now. There are countless suns. There's there's a sun here, awareness here. There's an awareness in the listener. Countless, billions and billions and countless billions and trillions of, of Atmans. Isn't just one Adam or Atman because it's it's all happening right now. So Adam is is awareness. Adam is the sun, Atman. And Eve is the body of awareness. Okay? So whether you're a man or a woman, your, your, your experiential self, your objective self, is the feminine part of you. And your subjective self, the, your, your awareness self, is the masculine, projective part of you, which fills your experience with awareness. Okay, masculine and feminine. So, there we have it. We, Adam is Atman, which is awareness, and Eve is our body, which. Enables awareness to have a, a um, what we call a human experience, so God us tells us at, our, at the level of awareness and and uh, and body in this limitless field of ether, this limitless garden of Eden, you can do whatever you want, but you must not eat the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You can do whatever you want, but don't do that. Don't eat that, okay? Now let's just come back a little bit. Um, The Garden of Eden was said to be in the East. Now, the East is is a metaphor, it's an allegory. It's pointing towards the fact that the sun rises in the East. And when the sun rises, it's still kind of innocent, isn't it? It's still childlike. It's still new. It has that kind of beginner mind. It's not thinking that it knows anything yet, okay? So this is why the Garden of Ether is in the East. It's when we can only, be, we can only live in this field of limitless possibilities when our mind is like a, a child mind, a, a baby mind, okay? And from the Garden of Eden, four rivers flow. Now these are the four elements, uh, uh, air, fire, water and earth. So, yeah, right, so back to the story. God tells Adam and Eve you can do whatever you want, but you can't eat the, that, that fruit. Now, the fruit of the knowledge, of, uh, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, is thinking, that's what it is. It's, it's when we're living in the garden of ether right now, we're kind of aware of the space, we're spacious. It's, it's almost like we don't have a finite form we're completely open and you can experience this right now by feeling the sensation of your body from head to feet front to back side to side open to the full field of what you can hear and what you can see so it's like every part of your body every cell in your body is aware of what's being seen and heard and when we come into this place, this sort of this childlike place, this baby place before the mind starts saying, well this is better than that and I don't like this so much then we're in the garden of ether we're in this limitless field of possibilities but as soon as we start looking at one thing or another and saying this is better than that then we've fallen out of this limitless field of possibilities. Now in the story of course it was the snake which tempted Eve to eat of this fruit. Now this is such beautiful wisdom from the ancients, just such, it's beautiful technology, because the snake represents a wave of energy. That's all it means. It's just a wave of energy. And we know from uh, the, the, the modern um, wisdom and understandings of quantum physics that we have possibilities of waves and particles. So when something is in its wave state it's still a possibility we might feel an emotion inside of us and it might be like a constrictive emotion but when we don't connect with it and say oh god I'm feeling like that again it comes and it goes because we're open in this limitless field of possibilities we feel the emotion but we're aware of what's seen and heard what's felt what's tasted and smelled okay so that wave remains a wave and it doesn't tempt us. But when we are tempted by that wave, it's like the emotions that we feel, good example, or the, 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 uh, the presence of other people. You know, so, some people can, we might, somebody might walk into a room, they have a really powerful presence. It might be a positive presence, it might be a scary presence. They might remind us of something from our past and we feel anxious. So that's a wave that we feel when we witness something like that. And when Adam is not with Eve, when awareness is not fully present in the overall feeling of the body, the warm sort of tingly aliveness of the body from head to feet, front to back, side to side, okay, when we're not, practically speaking, we're not present right now in this sensory experience then our bodies which are kind of when we're not present our bodies are very easily waylaid by whatever is like a strong influence in our experience and so we tend to get pulled into you know overawed by somebody else's uh, energy um, by uh, by our emotions these kinds of things okay and so when this happens then the body is sort of it, the body is tempted the body is like waylaid by that emotion and we lose our presence and in the in the, the um, garden of eden uh, myth it's said that uh, once eve started to eat and enjoy this fruit then she got adam into it as well well this is because when if as awareness we are not present in this full sensory experience right now and our bodies start to develop the habit of going after, you know, just identifying with the feeling of fear or anger or frustration or jealousy it creates like a momentum to it, doesn't it, it's like a a sort of a gravity, a momentum is created inside of us, very very strong like a tractor beam pulling us into it and so yes awareness which is sort of daydreaming about this or about that it also gets hypnotized by this, um, by this sort of habitual energy inside of us and when awareness starts to do that yeah then we really start to um, start to label things it's not just that we're afraid of something or other I mean this goes all the way back to when we're little children and we're taught language and Prior to language, you know, we might have a a loving father or a loving mother, and when we feel the, their presence, we feel open and we feel good. But we might have an angry mother or father, and when we're with them, we feel constricted, we feel afraid. So that's like the the um, the anger of the parent was such a strong wave of possibility that because the child wasn't yet conscious the child had no choice, had no no uh, option at that point to be taken over by that wave of possibility, by that snake. And eventually we start to learn language and we start to uh, you know tell ourselves, well, okay, well, this is the, the, what I'm feeling is the feeling of fear or the feeling of anger, and it comes from my dad or from my mum, okay? So, how do we get out of this, you know? How do we get out of it? Because we, we know from that beautiful myth that when Adam and Eve were both gorging themselves on the, um, the fruit uh, that the snake tempted them to. Again, remember, the fruit is the particle, okay? The snake is the wave. The snake is that feeling of like, oh, I feel afraid, I feel scared, I feel angry, I feel this, I, I feel happy. But whenever we focus on one thing, one wave of probability, more than the the whole field, this limitless field of possibilities, right now, then that wave becomes a particle, okay? And that particle is the the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's, it becomes good. It becomes bad. It becomes habitual anger, habitual jealousy, habitual frustration, and of course that can. Uh, crystallize into the body as uh, as physical uh, illness and then we're told from this beautiful myth, this beautiful technology um, that Adam and Eve had two sons and this really represents two possibilities, I mean the sons could also be daughters Um, it's just two possibilities that happen once we have fallen out of the the field of ether the Garden of Eden so um, Cain and Abel, right, these are the two brothers, and Cain offers his crops to God. In other words, not to something outside of yourself or himself, but it offers, pretty much, you know, lives from this place of, okay, I'm a farmer and I'm thinking about the future and I might not have enough grain and, you know, oh, you know, I'm, it's starting to live in lack. This is what the ancients were telling us. So he offers his crops to God, and God, life, didn't like that because it's like, well, you know, we're living in the future. We're afraid that we might not have enough. Abel, and this is, remember, this is also uh, at the point where uh, both Cain and Abel are possibilities in in you and I. When we're not in the limitless (laughs) field of the Garden of Eden, Garden of Ether right now um, presents his flock to God to life, and what that's trying to tell us it's it's almost like the um, these are the more we could say the the tribal peoples the creative the 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 um, the so-called primitive peoples who were living much more in the bosom of nature. They they were you know the hunter gatherers. They were maybe uh, um, you know they they were. Um, hunting but maybe they were keeping some animals as well and it's like living very very close to to nature but still you know living this sort of this sense of separation so the story is not telling us that uh, growing things is good and and you know and uh, sorry growing things is bad and and uh, um, you know raising flocks is good it's a metaphor of course we can grow our garden of course we can. We can be vegan, we can be vegetarian, we can be omnivore. We can eat whatever is right for us. okay? But we shouldn't anyway focus too much upon on Cain and Abel. Um, except maybe the final word to say is that in that uh, story uh, Cain kills Abel. So it's, it, that, that beautiful myth is telling us that when we're not living in this limitless field of, of ether of limitless presence that infuses us and you know and and is is our original experience right now that the part of us which thinks about the future which is more cunning you know which is worried about lack which is less connected with the earth is going to exploit and kill the part of us which is more connected to the earth, more connected to the animals and to nature, okay? So how do we come back? How can we live in the Garden of Eden? Because remember it's right now, it's not an historical thing, it's not meant to be taken that way, if we take it in an historical sense then we've already fallen because we've got past, we've got present, we've got this future that we're trying to move towards. That's not the Garden of Eden. (laughs) it's not at all when we're in the Garden of Eden right now the Garden of Presence the Field of Ether we are fully embodied consciously aware of this present sensory experience it's really as simple as that so again see if you can bring it back right now don't think about your body but see if you can feel it the clothing on the skin the warm tingly feeling maybe you can feel in your hands, in your feet, throughout your body. It's a very, very subtle sense of warm aliveness. Front to back, side to side, head to feet. Open simultaneously with what is seen, the full field of vision without sort of looking at one thing or another, and the full field of sound without focusing on one thing or another. And when we're able to do this, it's like the, the, the power, the magic of all of these elements provides a nutrition to us. That's what happens. We don't just get our nutrition from food. We get it, or even uh, from air. We get it from, the, from light, from the colors, from the sounds, from the smells, the tastes, the sensations and to the extent that we're able to remain open in a non-judgmental kind of formless baby-like open experience when we are experiencing a wave of contraction within us, the snake is tempting us we're able to witness in our own experience, that it's kind of like a miracle, this is like, wow, this is super cool, I'm not doing anything at all, I'm not trying to breathe into this, um, this this emotion, I'm not sending love to it, You know, I'm not doing anything at all, it's amazing, but just by holding this space, right now, awareness in this present sensory experience, Adam and Eve together, it's like it's kind of autonomous, it's amazing. It's like a miracle it's happening all by itself and so this is our primary job this is this is what we're here to do before we're a you know whatever we are a um you know a guitar player driver president you know (laughs) whatever we do we are here to hold this present space because we are god we are the holy trinity we are something which is so mysterious that we don't know anything about it but we know that out of that comes awareness because awareness is is us isn't it? it's the Atmans, it's the Adams okay the Suns, the S-U-Ns male and female, sons of God, of Brahman, okay and then awareness, wow has this beautiful experience and we have this incredible what we call a human body, beautiful human body to experience this experiencing, and the body really starts to hurt, doesn't it? It starts to hurt mentally, emotionally and physically when we're not inhabiting it properly, when Adam is not with Eve, because then the snake comes along and we're tempted and we start to, instead of all of the elements, the, 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 the ether, the air, fire, water and earth, everything in its place within us and around us around us, unfolding beautifully and effortlessly then we start to put more focus on one thing or another and according to our own personal um, uh, energetics you know we, we start to experience blockages here or you know anger there or fear here or anxiety there and, and we feel it don't we, it, it doesn't feel good And we try to think our way out of it. We try to do spiritual practices to get out of it. Nothing wrong with spiritual practices. They're great. But the the most primary spiritual practice is what I'm talking about here. It's holding this space. So give it a go. When you're on your scooter, you know, when you're on your motorbike, when you're driving, when you're walking down the road, when you're doing whatever you're doing here right now, whatever you're doing when you walk into a pub and there's you know you're a little anxious that whole experience that you're walking into you're not really walking into it at all you are you are awareness you're only walking into it from the level of your mind which thinks that you're a separate body and a separate experience It's not true it's not true you are just manifesting step-by-step that pub that is your experience or that road unfolding in front of you or this video screen in front of you right now this is what's happening okay only when we're coming from the mind only when we've fallen when adam is not with eve when we're living in the mind do we start to create this painful separate world i mean some people are even calling it the prison planet you know well the planet itself is an idea That's all it is when we're here and present right now it's just as we are you know we okay we can we can say this is planet Earth it's nice but if we really really start living that as some kind of mental thing then we're gonna suffer because we've we've dropped out of the the Garden of Eden okay so give it a go give it a go and it's uh, you know you you will fall many times and that's okay because bang you can bring yourself back you can bring awareness back into full sensory experience fully embodied head to feet front to back side to side as just a general feeling open to what is seen heard and sometimes tasted and smelled so give this a go give it a go